Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. We're looking at a light wintry mix, a high of 36 degrees today. Tomorrow, drizzle or maybe some light rain in the forecast with 38 expected for the high. Right now, 33 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. It's 606. Here are your news headlines. Well, Ralston police are investigating after a third skimming device is found at a local business. Authorities say that a device was found at the Mega Saver near 72nd and Harrison yesterday. Two skimming devices were found inside two gas pumps at Food Mart near 82nd and Harrison last month. This is where you swipe your card and mm-hmm. you think you're just paying for your deal, but somebody has put a device on it so it captures your credit card information. Yeah, it's secretly installed inside the gas pump and then it uses Bluetooth technology to transmit credit card information after a customer swipes a credit card or a debit card. But I mean, someone's putting it in and and regular hours like you or me. There's a person pretending to get gas. Yeah. Installing it. Has the stones to put the skimmer in and then go back and grab it again. Yeah, right now they're saying that if, uh, you know, just to protect yourself, if you're filling up for gas, don't go to the one furthest away you know, uh, from any type of viewing. And the one where they're watching, but yeah. you think okay. really they're watching the guys Gosh, no. busy selling lottery tickets, smokes, and... <laughs> yeah. It seems like they're always so nice, though, by the way, in all those corner, you know... Yeah. When you go in, you walk oh, yeah. in, you're like, in your zone, and they're always like, hey, sir, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're friendly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They are. Well, especially this time of the morning when we're usually going to work, we're like the only people that are in there besides like the guy dropping off the donuts from Pettit or something. It just so they got to they got to techno- just they got to fix, fix the machines or something. Can't, yeah. you make, can't you make crap tamper proof and I guess, I don't know. I guess these skimmers just keep evolving and changing. Um, so uh, it's been turned over to the U.S. Secret Service. You know, it's federal. Oh, it oh, yeah. No, this is a serious deal. Ooh. When they find out whoever did this, you're in trouble. Some guy sitting on his donut break just got handed more paperwork. <laughs> it's like, really? Ow! Ooh, put it on the pile of the stuff I'm never going to do anyway. <laughs> Whatever, Keith. Uh, My name's Gary. Um, so this is, do they say the location's in Ralston? I guess you don't uh, yeah. want to slag the business. No, it's not the bit, but it's the Mega Saver at 72nd and Harrison. Okay. And then it was, there were two devices New Year's Eve at the Superstore at 82nd and Harrison. So it seems like it's all been in uh, like the Ralston area. Um, but they think, I mean, according to like the department there, you know, they're like, it wouldn't be surprising to us if there are more out there. We just haven't seen them yet. They're like, you have to really know what you're looking for. 
Um, because I mean, they showed pictures, and I was like, "That looks like a like a you know a gas station swipe thing." And yeah. then you know they take it apart. You're like, "Oh." So, I mean, don't feel like, I feel bad because it's like if people are like, well, I didn't know. It's like you wouldn't, it sounds like. you. I mean, it sounds like people who know the machines just, are able to see them. But. They're worried. Just go inside. Yeah. You know? Go in and say hi, to, say hi to the guy behind the counter. Buy a lottery ticket. Today's the day to do it. The lottery is up to $450 million. Tonight's the drawing for the Powerball. It's uh, like the highest it's been in quite some time. So if you're feeling... You're feeling it, Jeff. Feeling Come lucky. on. <laughs> Jeff's what? got the, Jeff's got the mojo. He feels. He no, just sees. I got no mojo. Come on, Jeff, buy a ticket. You know you want to. Uh, Nebraska. Maya, you doing it? You getting one? Yeah, you know okay. I usually send All my right. husband to. All right, That's his good. little job, so that okay. I can blame him when we don't win. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have a fall guy. I wasn't able to go to uh, Mexico because the boat was broken. Yeah, but I blew the equivalent of a trip to Mexico. On gambling during oh, the really? break. Really? <laughs> so that's fun. The casinos are just the book. Just uh, illegal sports gambling. Okay. Uh, fun with that. <laughs> fun with your bookie, <laughs> yeah. who's now going to break your legs. So maybe you do need to get lucky with this ticket tonight. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, Jeff, I know you think we're friends, but actually we're not. I want my money. Well, he's making you feel any better. I lost my ass, too. So, yeah. <laughs> my bookie's like texting me pictures of your yet-to-be-claimed Lottery ticket that you feel good about <laughs> is not stalling payment. Come on, I man. want my money. Uh, I want my money. I want my money. <laughs> Break your legs. Uh, so Nebraska state lawmakers getting back to work today. Return to Lincoln for the 2016 legislative session. Property tax, prison reforms. It's a long to-do list that uh, our state senators are facing. A bill to fund highways, bridges, and school financings also on the table. Lawmakers and the governor also have to fill a projected uh, $110 million budget shortfall over the 60-day session. It's so surprising. It's only 60 days, so like three months, and they got to get all this stuff knocked out. And speaking of politics... Hillary Clinton, uh, she was in town. She was in the metro area. She spoke to a crowd full of supporters in Council Bluffs last night. Um, she's considered, you know, the, the front runner for the Democrat race. And then she lost in Iowa back in 2008, so this could be her year to reclaim it. Now, as on the other side of things, the Republican side, presidential candidates are also making stops in western Iowa. Texas Senator Ted Cruz stopped in the Missouri Valley late, uh, late Monday night. And then tomorrow, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul is going to be in Council Bluffs. And uh, the, the Creighton, last night, they outscored Georgetown uh, by 11 in the second half to run away with a 79-66 to win. The Blue Jays play Saturday at Seton Hall. Sadly, it wasn't as good news for uh, the, uh, the Husker basketball on the road. They took on a third straight loss facing Iowa, 77-66. to Huskers' next game is Saturday at Rutgers. It's great on cable. The, the games were on side-by-side on TV. There's Were they? The channels. Yeah, both at eight o'clock tip off. So you it was had like to you just choose. go back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Winner, mm-hmm. loser, winner, loser, <laughs> winner, loser, jader, hater, jader, hater, jader, hater, jader, hater, jader, hater. President Obama says anybody who does business selling firearms needs to get a license and conduct background checks. Obama laid out several new executive actions on guns yesterday. They're aimed at limiting the ability of criminals and the mentally unstable. To get a hold of guns, uh, Obama called them common sense steps and insisted he believes in preserving constitutional protections on gun ownership. Obama is also going to be asking Congress to authorize 
another half billion dollars to treat mental illness. We uh, we already have laws in place mm-hmm. that are supposed to run background checks. Nebraska is one of 18 states, including Iowa, um, that runs pretty good background checks. Okay. So Nebraska, it's, it's on handguns. Um, they, <clears throat> they estimate about 40% of all firearms transferred to the United States um, are transferred from unlicensed individuals, meaning yeah. this private interaction. I can sell you a gun. Hey, man. Okay. And that's legal. And, is it not? and they call no. that the gun show loophole. Yeah, it's right. technically legal. It's technically yeah. illegal. It's technically legal. But they're because, trying to close the loophole. Um, currently, only federally licensed gun dealers must conduct background checks. And if you are federally licensed and you don't run a background check, it's uh, a potentially a fine of $250,000. That was already on the books. Okay. So some of this is like, all right, let's start hiring more uh, what is it, members of the FBI that yeah. would have to follow up on this. But it's still, you know, I think he means well. Hopefully it's not just a gesture, but legally it's going to be, there's going to be a ton of pushback because it's a second amend- amendment right. And how do we determine which is which? How do we determine this huge gray area between dealers and individual sellers? Yeah, like so me buying a gun from you. Right. Do. Better determine who has to run a gun, back, gun background check and who doesn't. So I think uh. what, from what I was reading, it sounds like um, the thing is going to definitely come from the, like, it sounds like the people who do large internet sales, yeah. they're now going to have to be licensed. Okay. Before they weren't having to be. Well, and they weren't become- having to run background checks. And that's one of the things that they're trying to change is that, you know, you or I, you know, good citizens, we go, we do all the things we're supposed to. Criminals, though, have this whole, like, black market on the internet where, Let's say you're a felon and you're not supposed to have a gun. Nobody's asking any questions when you go and you click and you order and they send it to you. Nobody's checking and they don't have to. And so that's what they're trying to change is sort of the, so big, you're saying the internet can... wow, wow, west. Okay. Well, did wow. You, wow. Ben, did I you see that. his speech where he, oh cry, where he started crying? Did oh, you watch geez, it? Yeah. I watched part of it. Yeah, God. I didn't watch the whole thing. Did but... you see where he started crying? Oh, yeah. Sandy Hook hot? I mean, jeez. I mean, he I had all not. the family members of Sandy Hook behind him. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, Columbine and all these high-end deals. And I, I, I know it was emotional and genuine. Um, but again, that's the deal. You, you're like, I don't know if any of this law would prevent any of those. No. Remember Sandy Hook? I can't well, imagine it. So I, I guess Hook, it's Sandy making Hook it harder. The goofball, the or, goofball kid. One of the things the, that they're trying to change, though, is about the mental illness. Now, doctors would be able to report to the FBI background checks if one of their patients has shown violent that's tendencies. That's spooking everybody that's out, That's spooking though. everybody that's out. That's spooking everyone mm-hmm. out because it's, it's... It's a violation of, doctor, like, doctor-patient privilege. And then as HIPAA. much as... You don't want to be the tin hat society, but the whole reason... I know we're way violent country with lots of guns... But we have that Second Amendment because they, the founding fathers believed, you got to have this in because everything's great now. But we come from this mindset that you got to have your guns yeah. to pr- you know, protect yourself from the government. And the government, one day, they, they will try and take your guns. That's the mindset. You got to put it in so they can't run after them. That's the big, goofy NRA. Yeah. Well, so trying to take this anybody's spooks guns them out because they're like, it's now your doctor can deem you know well but you wonder if in the cases like you wonder if in the case of like sandy hook you know i mean you wonder if that doctor if they would have reached out if something could have changed like if something could have been different was the mom that was a goof remember she was the real goof the kid we know had mental problems but it was the mom who should have been the governor she took her son shooting all the time that's what i'm saying but the the kid had guns of his own like it was one of those things where they did it together well what the fbi do though they just allowed him him, i mean let's say let's say 
uh, no, no, they wouldn't have locked him up. No, they would have. I mean, under this new guideline, let's say that he had gone and spoken to okay. his psychiatrist and been like, I got these things, these thoughts. Let's say the psychiatrist had gone ahead and put something into the FBI's background check and been like, hey, just a heads up. This is a kid who's, you know, expressed some interest in some pretty violent tendencies. So when mom goes to take little guy to go get a gun he gets red flagged. They won't they won't sell him the gun because it's on file that this is a kid who's been like, I have these thoughts about taking something and just going crazy. Then but the mom can still buy a gun. The mom can buy a gun, but he wouldn't get approved to buy a gun. Now, he could steal mom's gun. I yeah. mean, nobody can stop anybody, but I'm saying it wouldn't I mean, stop was, a legal um, person from buying a gun. Okay. Huh. Well, that's why I'm saying the legal gun people are always get <sighs> in arms. They go, all you're doing is making it harder for the one person who is... Following the letter of the law. Yeah. Um, Von Maher was a mm. kid who stole the gun from a his legally mom. purchased gun from his stepdad. Oh, well, and there's stepdad, some yeah. places that yeah. are now putting laws in effect. I mean, this is state by state where they're putting laws into effect where it holds the gun owner responsible. If you don't lock up your guns properly and somebody gets a hold of it and can obviously commits a heinous act, you're kind of on the hook. You know, I mean, part of being a gun owner is being a responsible gun owner, and there are, you know, rules in place to, like, set it up. But obviously the California shooting and and Sandy Hook and all those things are the assault weapons, but that's not really... Nobody's taking anybody's guns That's not what's killing people. It's handguns. I mean, handguns nationwide have always been the one. That's why Nebraska's a conservative state, but they also, we think it out. It's logical. It's why we do the heavy background checks on handguns. Because that's where where people really do harmful things. Yeah, they go get a gun with they go purchase a gun with malice, mm-hmm. you know, in their heart. I, I think most diff- people are all for background checks, as long as it's not goofy. I think this is something where people need to come together. It really needs to be a law that's written from the right. Yeah, but it's you're not going to get any support from it in a political gear. None of these Republicans can say anything about it or they're going to lose Which their sucks. face. You know, and then NRA is tweeting yesterday like, FYI, NRA grades can be changed. It's like, why are you threatening people that are trying to work on a solution to what is obviously... Because they're a political pact. No, I know, know but it's just it's like, good gosh. I mean, my Lord. It's like, let's just all... I mean, I think I think by both sides of the aisle, everybody can agree that innocent lives have been lost and we need to find a way, whether it's mental illness, background checks, whatever. But there, we need to put our heads together and come up with some sort of solution on what how to move forward. OK. Why do people want to kill each other? That's I know. The that's the thing. I never understand that. Big rot. Human nature. Some kind yes. of rot going on. Um, real quick, though, I wanted to say uh, we uh, talked about a new study, I guess, has found that investing in Legos is smarter than putting your money in stocks or your 401k. Oh, quit it. <laughs> this, this, comes, this is by Lego? No, this isn't. This is... Uh, um, according th- to a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> according to a 10-year-old boy. Uh, yeah, they, uh, this is interesting. Lego is consistently... Retiring its sets, which makes them become rare and valuable. Their prices go up very steadily and predictably, about 12% year over year. And that's much better and more predictable return than any traditional investing methods. Um, there are some catches. One is the mar- if the market ever drops out for Legos, like it did for something like Beanie Babies, you're beyond, you know. I can't uh, see uh, Legos ever disappearing. Right. But I mean, beanie at, babies are just beanie babies. How efficient is it to have to then go out on the market and sell your Legos? <laughs> no. I mean, maybe that'll now be now you're an eBay that's, guy. That's our, that's our toaster cords, right. Of the future, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Economy uh, crashes and we're a Lego, Lego and Star Wars figure-based economy. I don't know how people keep those sets together pristinely. They're all over my house now. I'm like, I don't know what brick this Lego brick belongs to. I mean, I imagine it looks like it's probably one of the Belong Star Wars ones. Yeah, exactly. But it's like once you put those things together and they crumble apart, you're like, we're never getting that. That'll back be the together. future. It'll cut to the future, like after the everything's collapsed and a guy's trying to feed his family by selling the Ray, the rare Ray Star Wars figure at the market. For <laughs> right. <laughs> like I didn't think they made these. She's a woman. The rare Ray Lego feature. That is your news update on Oman's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, looks like we might have a light, wintry mix. It's just possible temperatures are going to warm up. It's about 32 right now. Uh, they're saying 36. Tomorrow we got 38 for the high. Drizzle or light rain. And then Friday, looks like rain and snow. Uh, 35 is going to be the high. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Good morning, 6.30. We got a high today of about 36. May see some wintery mix possible today. Now it's about 32 degrees right now. Uh, tomorrow they're saying drizzle or light rain. So there you go, right there. This is Michelle. Michelle, hello. Hi. Hi. What's up? Hey, I'm just calling about the Legos to let you guys know. Um, my kids are a little bit older, but like on Pinterest and Facebook, with the Legos, they're teaching them um, like it's an easy way to do fractions and stuff like that. So. Yeah, like the different color. So you do like one eighth, and then you would have like you write one eighth on the you know bottom of the Lego, um, and they're teaching the kids fractions that way by like stacking them on top of them or one half or three fourths, um, and then also you can do like the spelling. So like the one Lego like at the bottom would say the word can, but then you would take another. One of them, you know how they have the three pegs on them, and then you would put the C and then the A, and 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 so they're like tools to teach the kids how to do the fractions and how to spell. Oh, and wow. are those separately designated, like Lego math? Kind of, yeah, like the Lego math. So it'd be like the um, the fractions and stuff like that. Because like when I was in school, we it was just you know the teachers kind of just told you, okay, this is one eighth, this is one fourth, this is three fourths, and yeah. I mean, you never really got it, but when you look at, like, the Legos and you put, like, three-fourths with the different colors and stuff like that, it, it's really cool. It's on Pinterest, and um, I think I've seen it on Facebook and stuff, too, but I was like, I never even thought to use them Yeah, it sounds like, some, sounds like something out of a beautiful mind, you know? Right. Like, when you can visually see math. Yeah. Which I don't have that. And then no, you're standing in front of your mirror at all hours yeah. drawing math <laughs> equations. But yeah. Lego, yeah. don't you wish you could be that smart? Yes. Yeah. That I'm writing fart on my own mirror. <laughs> I like it where they have the, um, where the, you know, where it says find X and the little kid circles it and goes, here it is. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. I found it. They're like, okay, that's not, okay. Yeah. I mean, you did. I mean, way to go. But at the same time, uh, not really. Yeah. Not I like was, a mask. But I thought it was a cool idea. And okay. I mean, I thought it was cool that, like, um, even Molly, you're teaching, you know, your son 
maybe not fractions yet, but the, even like the can and the little words and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, he could just put a C on top of the C and then the A and, you know, an N and it, Okay. I mean, it's really, it's really cute. I never even thought of doing that with Legos because Lord knows when my kids are little. Hey, we're it's, we're going to use them as um as uh, money and yeah. of ways of learning. The they're, yeah, they're yeah. everything. They're yeah, everything. They're hey, Lego. Dear, thanks for calling. Yes, have a good day. All right, you too. I just had this awful visual of Jeff sitting writing fart on a mirror, shirtless. <laughs> That's giving me an idea that, that I want to do that anyway. Just set that up with some BS mm-hmm. math equation. The beautiful on my mirror, like. A uh, half mix between Goodwill Hunting. Because you remember uh-huh. that, too? Yeah, yeah that was the Will other thing. Will was He's, a genius. He couldn't he was a walk janitor. by the chalkboard without having to figure out Solve whatever it was. <laughs> Have that on my mirror so like you bring a date home and she thinks I'm... Oh my God! I think he's that genius. He had fart <laughs> written on his mirror. No, the was fake. Like, I have to have the fake math equation. Yeah, sure. the fake math. But then it comes to fart. Apparently, this is the. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if like there was all this stuff, and then the reveal was the it answer's fart. <laughs> Keeps coming to farts. Uh, <laughs> She's like, you're a genius. It- <sighs> All right, 402-938-9400 equals farts. Yeah. <laughs> we got celebrities coming up. Molly? Yes. Uh, so this is kind of interesting that Making a Murderer, the uh, the Netflix series, is burning up uh, social media. We'll tell you the latest and how they're going for a pardon for him. And also Justin Bieber joking he was used by Kourtney Kardashian. We'll tell you what that all means coming up next. All right, 634. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. Well, America, the Powerball jackpot has grown. That means there are now... You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Forty-three, thirty-six. Your high. Gonna have a light, wintry mix possible today. Uh, right now, thirty-two degrees. Got Cammy here. How are the roads there? Not too bad. We are starting off with a crash though at one hundred thirty-second and I. We are seeing some delays through there, so be careful. One hundred thirty-second and I. Interstate's already busy. Lots of company with you out there. Either side of I eighty between six eighty and four eighty, but no big delays so far. I'm Cammy Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel ninety four one. All right, thank you, Cammy. All right, six forty-three. Celebrity news, Mo. So everybody keeps talking about this making a murder was like the big thing over winter break when everybody was you know i know people won't stop talking about it i think you sent us an email more details on it yeah so yesterday there was like this uh this it was making the rounds all these different you know they break it down all the things that the prosecution saying that the uh documentarians left out so there's been like pushback apparently um well because anyone who watches it you you basically there's a narrative right so anyone who watches it you come out at the end of this deal you come out of the out of the tunnel and and step into your show hole. Yes. Right. Cause you're like it's over. Yeah. Why? And you're you're, you're out. outraged mm-hmm. uh, yep. at this injustice that happens. So then the deal is when you start plotting around the internet, it's not all as it seems. No. Yes. There's a lot of uh, little details that. So I guess um, the two women that were behind the documentary, they were on the Today Show yesterday, and they said, you know, hey, listen, we just followed the narrative. We didn't omit anything. It was just we presented what we thought was the best state's evidence. I think they were trying to give you an idea of how a jury got to that. 
mean, that's right. how the legal process works. It's not mm-hmm. always perfect. There's things, we know this, you watch the shows where um, lawyers have to talk about what goes in, what goes out, strike no. that from the record. Right. So Don't let the jury hear that, and there's... So what? So what are they saying? What the, the? I mean, what's the latest? So the latest is is that there's this. Uh, you know, there's been this um, uh, online petition. Yeah, and to it's, pardon it, him. Yeah, to pardon him, and it's gotten up to like you know a couple hundred thousand signatures, like three hundred or four hundred thousand signatures. And um, <laughs> the thing is, is that president, the president is never going to pardon um, Stephen Avery. Uh, more than 300,000 people have signed petitions asking Obama to They want pardon. Obama to watch the right. series and then pardon him. Uh, but he's like, it's not a federal case. The president can't do anything because Avery and his nephew, Brandon Dassey, were convicted in Wisconsin's state court. Now, Wisconsin's governor, Scott Walker, says he's not going to pardon them either. Um, he's the only guy that would have the power to do it. He says that he's not going to override the system. Um, but there's what been... What if we put the system on trial? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which I think this show was trying to do. Well, that's kind of what it was. It was like it went all the way to the top. Well, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because the so these two women that were behind the documentary, they did an interview with the Today Show yesterday, and they were saying that um, they reached out... Uh, the reason that they did this is a juror from the Avery murder trial had reached out to them and claimed that the jury was pressured to deliver a guilty verdict in this case against Stephen Avery, that they thought that Stephen was framed by law enforcement um, and that he deserved a new trial and that they really, that apparently the jury, some of the people in the jury were afraid that if they held out for a mistrial in the Stephen Avery case that it would be easy to identify them and then they would have their own Well, problems. they were afraid? Yeah, that they said that they were afraid. If, have uh, you watched the whole thing? Yeah, I did. Oh, I you, you're all the way through? Yeah. So how about the juror that got sick or whatever yeah. had yeah. to be excused? Family There's emergency. There's a juror, juror in the case that had to be excused. Well, then now they're all over the documentary mm-hmm. talking about guy. like, oh my God, what a ripoff. You're like, well, why didn't you stick around then, dude? Exactly. He's like the guy now, the yeah. juror who's going to be like, and oh, crying. I totally thought Avery was uh, innocent. Yeah, he says, um, so it's one guy, he had like a medical emergency and he had to be excused. And then instead of calling a mistrial or going with, they, they put in the alternate juror. And according to this guy now, that stepped out, he said that, that that when they first took the vote, that there were like six people that thought that Avery was innocent. And then there were like three that didn't know. And then there were four that didn't. And uh, they, he said that he could tell that a lot of these people were like, not weak-willed, but, like, malleable. It's not pretty. Justice is not always mm-hmm. blind. It's Justice is, when do you guys want to break for lunch? <laughs> Can we be Seriously, wrapped by dinner? A lot of justice is... <laughs> I've got Rezzo's tonight. I want to go home. All right, now, my question is this, about the alter- alternate jury guy that stepped in. Mm-hmm. Is he there through the whole process? Yep. Uh, and, and then he's just there just in case? Yep. Then Okay, so, all right, I th- it, it made it seem like they had to... You know, catch him up. And I'm like, well, this is awkward. Well, and catch him up of what they were doing in there. Okay. I mean, they don't go in there. But okay. They, they sit see. through the trial, but they don't go in. I mean, and they had a whole day of deliberation before this guy got medically, you know, excused. So they had to start from scratch the whole day over all that, you know, all that bantering and negotiating that they did. So what do you guys think? Do you think he's innocent? Or? I don't know. I read I mean, that stuff yesterday. So yesterday I came across this article where it broke down. It was like 10 pieces of evidence 
or 10 facts that were like left out of the documentary but that were a part of the trial and you're kind of like i don't know that does seem weird i mean there are things in there where that are weird yeah that you're like well how how would that have happened how how would that have gotten there how would this have been planted um you know, I, I wonder, I don't know. I mean, I, now I'm a lot more confused than I was after watching. Yeah. I mean, you come away from watching the documentary, Making a Murderer, and you just are like, this is... I think the, it's the intriguing deal of this is, I think, happens a lot of times. That you you get on the other side of the system, behind the machine, people think you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Law yeah. enforcement means well. But they think you're guilty. I mean, when you got a lot of shot, you know, shade on you, people are thinking you're the guy. Well, the defense now, attorney who would be even the actual that. planners. I don't know. I mean, do you really think all these guys were involved in it? If you watch the documentary, the we all feel like that sheriff oh, who gets on there. He's the sketchy von Sketchalot. Mm-hmm. So basically, the backstory is there's a guy in Wisconsin who was wrongfully accused of rape. He does what? 18 years in prison. Yes. When they let him finally out on this DNA thing that flipped a lot of cases back in the day in the, what, in the late 90s. Now, a couple of years later, there's a lawsuit. He's going to sue the state for, what, $35 million or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cops that still work there. It was really embarrassing. So now when this murder happens, where they find the body basically was burned, burned mm-hmm. Cremated behind the, the guy's part. house. Yep. So... Because there's a conflict of interest, they say local police need to handle it, not the sheriff's department. That was a the part department kept of the original the rape case. So, like, conflict of interest, a lot of these sheriffs, you're involved in that original case. You guys got to stay away, but it's small town, but it's Wisconsin. Didn't. And so if you watch the documentary, the way they make it look, the cops are just doing their job, and there's a couple of sheriffs that maybe, why are they so on the ca- doggedly on the case, mm-hmm. and... God forbid the sheriffs are the ones that keep finding <laughs> all the amazing evidence. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, is that from some of the stuff that I was reading, I guess I didn't realize they didn't do a very good. Uh, well, I, the documentarians didn't necessarily illuminate certain aspects yeah. of Stephen Avery's personality that you find out were like on record. I mean, and not on record, like on record previous to him having altercations like this incident that he had with the family cat. The fact that there was like he'd thrown a cat in the of, fire. He'd thrown a cat in a fire. Doused um, it in gasoline and then threw it, in, threw the it fire. in the fire. And so then later on, when this this is the big question, when it comes away with, well, then who murdered this woman? So later on, when there's a murder and they literally find her remains, someone had dismembered her, cremated her, burned her in this in this fire. It's yeah. like, all right, so is it a perfect case of framing somebody? Right. With all that backstory of, or is like, it hey. a psycho? But how was she I, burned on that property without somebody on that property having a hand in it? I guess because it seems like they. they I mean, though the, the the forensic people said that there is a way that she could have been. This could have happened off site, and they could have brought the remains there to, you know, wow. as a perfect frame right. up. If, if Dateline spent ten years on every episode, yeah. I would watch it every week. Right. Yeah, yes. but I can't put up with the Dateline coming up next. Yeah. All they do is they just yank your chain. This wasn't chain Yankee. And actually, I'm more, more more than who killed the girl. I'm more fascinated why more people don't have Netflix. 
Yeah. I'm tired of having to like apologize when you're like, "Who are you watching Megan a murder?" And people go, "No." Richie what what channel is it on? I'm like Netflix. I'm like, I'm Netflix. How do you not have Netflix? I'm like, it's eight bucks a month. What are you spending your money on? <laughs> you dope. <laughs> I agree. Jeez, again, uh, what are you, just Mister Moneybag? Eight dollars. Uh, <laughs> it's like I don't even think I no can be friends with you anymore. House of Cards. <sighs> there's so much on air. It's just endless. All right, 652. Uh, we'll get to your Bieber thing later, Molly. 36 is your high today. Uh, we got 38 tomorrow. Right now it's 32 degrees. May see some, uh, looks like some light and wintry mix later today. Uh, drizzle light rain tomorrow or something like that. But we got news coming up, Mo. Uh, the Canadian Cat Cafe, it's closing. Find out why. All right, that's next. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Did you start something you didn't finish? Maybe things got in the way. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.